and we are live and we are early folks <laughs> welcome back to tessa talks podcast uh week number three i believe it is no nope, sorry week number one for june 2020 and we have a special guest like we try to get a special guest on every week we got a really special guest all the way he flew in all the way from uh, the u.s from from sunny florida his arms are still tired. Yeah, he he's yeah his arms are tired and he's looking good because he's is, is that's why he's wearing a tank top. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the show, Raf from Tesletino. How you doing, Raf? Good guys. How are you? Everything very, good? Very good, very good. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show. Absolutely, my pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, we're really excited when when I told these guys down below here that you were coming on. They were psyched. Uh, speaking of these guys down below. Uh, in order from left to right, uh, welcome back our usuals, our regulars, but uh, they're still special to me. Franklin from Mother Frunker, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for joining Thank me. Thank you. Yeah, always uh, glad to be here. I think I say that every week you say that. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's thankful in both ways, right? And that's an awesome Cybertruck uh, you have in the background there. You never, every week, you never disappoint. Yeah, it's, yes. I think. I think I've been going with Cybertrucks too much. Uh, people are starting to see my no. obsession a little. No, no, it can <laughs> never be too much. And on our right, uh, last but never least, Paul from uh, Tesla Canuck. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. We missed you last week, but uh, you, you were apparently, I think you were on la uh, the week before that. Uh, mm -hmm. Whenever you can make it, that's great. Whenever you can't, uh, I, I obviously understand. Uh, as If you guys are regular to the podcast and or listening if you're listening you will probably wouldn't notice but if you're regular to watching it you notice i'm in a little different background today i decided to come out of the basement cellar literally and uh come upstairs to it's an awesome day so i figured i'd come out here in the backyard um with that said it's supposed to rain <laughs> they're calling for possible thunderstorms so like i said to these guys if halfway through the show or even in the next knock on wood do i have, i don't have wood here the trees over there. I got you. You got me. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. If, uh, if for any reason uh, my screen goes blank and my audio goes blank, you guys cover for me. I'll need like two or three minutes to scramble and take everything, the whole kid and caboodle. I'll run inside and uh, we'll continue from there. But knock on wood, hopefully that won't happen. We'll, we'll try to do this for an hour and uh, uh, respect everyone's time and get out of here. So without any further ado, um, you know, I do this every week. I think you guys know by now, by, by the people that listen, you can leave your questions for us. If you have any questions at a Gmail address, teslatalksquestions at gmail.com. That's where you can leave your questions or any of the uh, social media platforms. You can get me on or get any of these guys on and, and just sit, tell them it's a, it's a question for the podcast and they'll uh, transfer it to me and pass it on and we'll go from there. But all that out of the way, I want to get down to some exciting stuff. Uh, first of all, like I said, we welcomed um, Raf earlier, but like we do a little segment on the show, uh, every special guest we get on, we want to just, I guess, pry into their private lives and figure out where they're coming from, where they came from, uh, what got them into Tesla and stuff like that. So Raf is no different just because uh, he's all the way from uh, LA. I LA, from Florida. FLA is what I is what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> good save. Um, good, good save, eh? Um, I figure, you know what? You're not out of the woods either, buddy. You Can you tell us um, what got you into Tesla? A little bit of background about you and uh, your, obviously, you have a love for Tesla. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, it started way before uh, Tesla. I actually know about Elon and his ventures with, you know, PayPal, uh, the sell to uh, eBay and 
uh, I don't know, he's always been someone that I appreciated in terms, you know, business wise. And then uh, when things really ramped up for me was uh, when the, the rumors started about uh, the whole Tesla thing. Um, when they first revealed uh, the plans uh, for, for the Roadster, the original Roadster, and I actually saw it cost like I want one of those, and then I realized I was too poor for it. Um, it was too expensive, too much money for that. Only like movie stars would be able to buy it, and that's actually what happened. Like so, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, getting one, and so on. Um, but it was kind of dormant for me because I didn't see a quick transition, a quick transition to uh, more affordable vehicles. And then when st things started trickling down and all the plans started to materialize, uh, that's when I started getting all excited about it. Um, but things really uh, ramped up for me basically in um, the year, the same year that uh, the Model 3 was announced and, and revealed. Uh, I was waiting for that moment for over, I, I want to say like for two years since 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 the Model S came out, and uh, <clears throat> was super excited to to see what the future was going to bring for Tesla because I definitely wanted to get in on on the more affordable version, and then um, I put my reservation in, and uh, you know like a lot of people waited two years for it. But um, it wasn't until about a year before the actual car started being delivered when I got like really motivated because I had a motorcycle accident and I almost lost my life. Uh, and the whole Tesla family, even though I didn't have a car yet, embraced, you know, I embraced it and they embraced me um, when the car started coming out. And I was still waiting for it. I had, you know, friends that, well, now they are friends, but I didn't know them. And uh, I have a neighbor that you guys may have heard heard from. Uh, his name is Michael. He runs uh, a channel on YouTube also, um, Tesla Tunity. And then um, he actually gave me a ride in his car. He didn't know me. We just met for that. Uh, he's a neighbor. He lives like 15 minutes away, and I got blown away. Oh. Yeah. Um, so uh, my recovery was really hard uh, from the motorcycle accident. I spent nine bed, nine months in bed. Basically, I couldn't do anything for myself. I had a couple of surgeries, and uh, just the whole thing with Tesla kept me going, right? And then when it was finally time to pick up my car, I just, I never looked back. I, I wasn't even getting out of the house uh, before I got my car, and then I, I just haven't stopped. Like, I put 52,000 miles in my car in my first Tesla in the first year alone. So, um, you know, I went to Canada, I visited some of you guys, and I uh, went to California twice. Uh, it was really, really something else. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Wow. So, really, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people say it, but literally, Tesla changed your life after your accident. It did. It did. It gave me, uh, gave me this purpose that I was looking for uh, for a really long time. Um, I, I Like everybody, I had some dreams, and uh, some of them were unattainable at the moment and uh i really uh, always wanted to see if i could find something to you know to leave this world better than it was in any even if it was just a small way right so <clears throat> this has given me the chance to help educate others uh about the tesla mission which is should be our human mission uh for sustainable energy and transportation and um i, I think it's been really uh rewarding 
I made some really, really amazing friends, some really good friends uh, out of the Tesla community uh, to the point where like, I know that I made friends for life. Um, and so I was always, you know, a very friendly, happy person, but this has taken it to a different level. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, it's it's very hard to explain. It, it almost sounds like, uh, like, like you're making it up, but uh, but I'm not. Uh, it, it it took me out of a depression, basically, uh, uh, made me come out to live my life again to the fullest, and I haven't looked back. It's been great, fantastic. Yeah, it's good stuff. No, it it's 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 a story that, as you can hear, my voice is speechless. I mean, I've heard the story before, but to hear actually again. And maybe it's what's going on in in the world and everything like that. It's just it's uplifting. It's an uplifting, positive story, which is, which is good. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I even uh, I took it one step further. Um, I started doing meetups with people down here where I live. Uh, a very short time after uh, uh, you know I got my car, I started like just wanted to socialize with people. Uh, I used to race race cars and road courses. And I have this sense when it comes to cars, I have this sense of community always. And uh, we started doing meetups here, going to parks and doing barbecues and stuff like that. And uh, the group started talking about uh, becoming an official Tesla club. So uh, uh, we actually made it happen, right? So uh, I was able to be the founder. I got approval from Tesla. So we, uh, we are running a local club down here, the Tesla Owners South Florida Club. Uh, I am the president and founder of it, so uh, I'm doing my part. Definitely doing my part. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've heard you, you're working hard with that club down there, and um, it's interesting. I didn't know that uh, that you and um, uh, Mike are so close to actually, like even location-wise. Yeah. Oh yeah, he lives a stone throw away. Really. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, that's another. Uh, uh, Tesla person I'd like to get on the, the show one day is Mike. So if you're listening, Mike, or anyone knows Mike, tell him that I'll be uh, uh, calling on him very soon to be on the podcast too, if he, if he can or if he wants. So it's good to know. You know, it's funny. Uh, a little backstory on top of uh, Raf's story. Uh, we knew, we know, I've known you, I've known you probably for about a year and a half, but I met you for the first time last year. Was it, when did you come up here? Was it July or August? It was in October uh, last year. Yeah. No, October. September. October. Okay. <laughs> September. October. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I remember it because uh, I remember how large of a turnout we had, considering it was like a quote-unquote working day, and we still had like a mass number of people that came out during midweek yeah, on a working day in the middle of a in the middle like of a October. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. It was October, eh? Why did I think it was a summer? Yeah, I remember it was hot. It was really hot. And I, I remember you were surprised because you didn't think yes. Canada, Canada was Sometimes it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Climate then, change. Exactly. Maybe, maybe it was September, but it was no later than that. Yeah. Yeah. And then a few months later, we met uh, down in California at the uh, Cybertruck event. And that was, that was cool. We had a good time there in line. Yeah. Yeah. And we missed it, the test drive by, or the test ride by what? This much, maybe? Uh, I was ten feet away when they closed the land. <sighs> Buddy, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it is what it is. We can't go back and and. Uh, you know. that, that happens when you take advantage too much advantage of the happy hour. 
yes, yes, yes. You, you had a good time. We all had a good time. Yeah. Um, what now? I know you've, you're on your, for people at home that don't know, uh, don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're on your second Model 3, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my first one was, you know, uh, one with uh, VIN number 18,955. I remember, like, it's a date of birth or something. I don't know, wow. Wow. Got that car on May 29, and um, I picked it up. Uh, it lasted with me until last January when uh, I picked up the new one. Yeah, and now you've, you've gone balls out on a new one, right? You, you're looking at a performance. Yeah, exactly. Um, Good for you. <laughs> now, I mean, I've, I've asked this from other people. Actually, no, have I? No, I've asked people that have it, but I've never asked someone that has had the... You had the one on May 29th, the first one was a rear-wheel drive. Yes. Right? So... And so you can tell me, what's the difference in terms of speed? Like how different is it between that and the performance one? It's almost dumb. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. This car is uh, so, so fantastic. Um, it's got a lot of power off the line. It's a really quick car. Um, and it's very efficient. I'm very surprised about it. Um, I think you guys lost my, my camera. I'm trying yeah. to fix that. Um, yeah, no but yeah, definitely this, uh, this new car is, uh, it's something else, man. It's, it's really awesome. I'm very happy with it. I think, um, they completely broke the mold with this one. Um, not that the rear wheel drive wasn't a great car, a great car. It's actually probably, I, um, I like them the same. I think I don't like one more than the other, but I think, um, the performance model three is what it needed to be since the beginning for me. I actually wanted to to get that car first, and I didn't get it because it wasn't available when when I was able to actually take the delivery of the car. I had to settle for the for the uh, rear wheel drive. Yeah, and settle. <laughs> yeah, I had to because they they weren't making it. Then uh, I pick up my car and like two months later they they started rolling out the performance, which was like oh man. It's funny you say that. I, I know I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you mean. But people at home that, I mean, people at home that aren't Tesla fans probably wouldn't be watching this anyways. But if anyone else was to hear us say this, they'd be like, really? Tesla owners saying they had to settle? But I totally understand where you're coming from. I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I'm one of those people. Yeah, well, all I, three of us are, right? We all settle. Yeah, I wanted the performance. It just wasn't available. Plus, I didn't want to lose yeah. the $14,000 rebate that we were offered at the time. Exactly. Uh, so I did the math. I'm like 14 plus the difference between uh, long range to performance just didn't make sense because yeah. uh, you're looking at like a $30,000 difference. So yeah. I was one of those people who settled uh, for lack of better terms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and I mean, Paul and you were saying you both wanted the all wheel drive, right? So. Yeah. And, and we did the math too. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. Paul. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But no, no, for me, it was like it. the 14 grand and then the six extra grand for uh, all wheel up here. It's a, yeah. a $20,000 difference. Now, yeah. that's Canadian 20,000, which is probably like 5,000 in, in the States. But <laughs> still, you get my point, right? And, but you know what? I, I'm not unhappy with the rear wheel drive. No. I'm actually quite surprised at how good it is, even in the wintertime, right? So, no, no regrets here. 
Absolutely none either. And I've said this, I've told the story so many times. Same thing. Yeah. 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 No regrets. Truthfully, I'm super happy with what I have. Yeah. 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 Uh, The range is phenomenal. So, yeah. That's the slight benefit, right? Yes. Cool. Cool. Um, And you guys have any questions for Raf before we start up with the news? That, That was. That was one of the most, like I said, uplifting, if not touching, emotional stories I've, uh, I've, I've had a guest on the podcast say. Not to say that if you were a guest in the future and you come on, you have to try to... <laughs> one up, uh, one up Raph or anything. Just yeah, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. You don't um, want to have a motorcycle accident just to look crazy. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not. No skydiving stories or anything like that. Uh, speaking of stories... Uh, what I want to do, I wanted to do it last week, we ran out of time, and I told Franklin about this, is near the end of the show, after we go through the news and we go through the, the, the few questions that we have from, from listeners, is do a, a new little segment where we just, anyone on the panel here, talk about their Tesla experience of the week or within the last couple weeks or whatever uh, that, that you had in life that you thought may be interesting uh, to the listeners at home or, or stuff like that. You don't have to, like if you don't have anything, I know I'm uh, many you guys down there, I'm in, on a panel, I'm sort of throwing this all at once to you guys as a surprise, so I apologize for that. Like, so, like I said, you don't have to. I've got a little story that I want to mention later, but if Franklin, I know Franklin, you, you still have that story from last week? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Dude. Cool. We'll, we'll get. We'll make sure we'll save some time for that for sure. But it's just a little segment I wanted. Just a little add a little personal, real world touch to to the podcast to just talk about our our little adventures that you know, we all all as test owners we all have these little quirky stories or uh, experiences that we have uh, from time to time, even sometimes weekly or monthly. So if we can uh, you know share it here with you guys. Uh, I think it might be interesting. If it doesn't work out and you guys don't like it, we'll scrap it after a couple of weeks. But you, you tell me how many stories you want because I have a weekly podcast that is just just about that. <laughs> you, oh, you do? Yeah, it just talks about stories. Yeah, we have a, it's in Spanish. It's uh, it's a Spanish podcast. It's on all platforms and also on YouTube. And every week we have a forum of three or four people. Uh, the only thing we talk about is experiences with Tesla. No news, no controversy. It's oh. all, yeah, it's only about that. It's the experience. That's that, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like I've, I'm stealing something from you, kid. I, I, <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't get this from you, especially if it's in Spanish. I barely speak English. <laughs> I certainly don't speak Spanish. So, so I apologize if if it seems like. I'm stealing this from you, and with your permission, I will ask you if, if you were the first to do it. I'll ask you if, if you don't mind us Oh, no. Doing there's, it. Yeah. there's plenty of people, I'm sure, that are doing the same thing. I mean, when, yeah. you have a Tesla, when you have a Tesla, it's all about that, the experiences you have and the people you meet, and it's yeah. great. No, I, I agree. I agree. Okay, uh, let's get to the news, and then we can get some questions out of the way, and then we can get to those experiences, or maybe do the experiences again. questions. By the way, if you have any questions and you're uh, listening, uh, live because we are doing this live it's tuesday june 2nd right now uh we're doing it about 7 30 in the evening eastern time so if you're watching this and listening to it and you have any questions that uh, you've wanted to get answered ask us we're not professionals we may know the answer we may not uh we're not going to pretend if we don't know we'll we'll all tell you we don't know and uh together we'll find out for er for everyone's sake so if you have any questions uh, leave it down in the comments below but without any further ado I think we should lead with the most, probably most exciting news of the week. 
or at least of the weekend or last week. And that obviously is, um, you know, the SpaceX launch. Right. Yes, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, were we not all excited to see that? Right. <laughs> like some of us here, uh, and I want to get his experience. Some of us here w were actually at the launch because it happened to be in Florida. Yep. But anyways, uh, we all know, and anyone that's listening or watching this podcast knows about the uh, the SpaceX launch that, that was originally planned for last Wednesday. And uh, due to bad weather, that got scrubbed and it got pushed to Saturday, the 30th. And that almost got scrubbed. And then I think um, the the... I guess the space gods were with us, uh, <laughs> allowed us to uh, uh, to watch the the launch. Now I can say anything. I can read like this article that I have up here is from uh, uh, Drive Tesla Canada, and it's just basically saying it's a, it was a successful launch from beginning to end. Everything's been a successful. They still have to come back in a. They said 120 days. Did they not, guys? If I, if I remember yeah. reading that somewhere correctly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I could I could sit here and I could read about it. I could uh, ask everyone's uh, uh, opinions and everything, which I still want to get the guys here in Canada. I still want your opinions of if you watched it and how you felt and everything. But what I want to first start with is the man that was actually there and get his firsthand real world experience. And because we've I don't know about you guys, but I've never been to a launch, so I can't say I I, I even profess to know what it feels like or what it's like. So Raf. You mind telling us, taking us through your day, instead of telling us how uh, how the event was? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, as you guys know, with the whole pandemic going on, uh, we couldn't get a premium spot where you go with more people to watch it. So, um, we went we went to the first attempt, which was on Wednesday, May uh, May twenty seventh. Uh, we drove from South Florida. Uh, I live near Miami in the Broward County. Lauderdale area we drove it's about two and a half hours we drove to Cape Canaveral and I always like when I'm not at NASA Kennedy Space Center's uh, visitors complex I usually go to this really cool spot that's uh, by the shore facing the the launch pad so we went there and uh, we actually spent the night in the car in front of the on the launch pad um, getting ready for the next day because we knew that it was gonna be packed so <clears throat> We decided to drive the night before, we stayed there, and then spend the whole day. Uh, and of course, as everybody knows, it got scrubbed. So that was a bust, but I, I got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. Like, for example, Michael Tesla Tunity was there, and some other club members from the our Tesla club, as well as other Tesla owners that made their way over to that area. Um, we were all, I was surprised because I, I only counted the people that I knew and that were part of the Tesla community were the only people on Wednesday that I saw wearing a mask. Um, oh, wow. really? Yeah, I mean, it was really weird because here we are taking care of ourselves, going to watch something that's historical and not, you know, a lot of people were not taking uh, precautions, uh, but we were safe. We basically spent most of the time in the car. We have, I had put cameras and, and tripods and stuff outside so that I could save my spot. Um, uh, and then when it was time for the lunch, they got scrubbed. Uh, so we, we came back home and then on Friday we went back. It was pretty much the same routine. We got an even better spot, uh, closer to the water. And, um, that was the day that it launched. So last Friday we saw it 
uh, uh, right in front of our eyes. I had a couple of cameras pointing at it. Um, and it was great. It was an incredible experience. I've been following space since I was a boy. And uh, uh, this was a particularly important uh, launch because it's the first time in nine years that we send uh, astronauts from the United States uh, that are uh, from the United States and uh, on a rocket built in the United States. And not only that, but it was also the first time ever in the history of mankind that a commercial spacecraft is the one sending humans to um, low Earth orbit. So every time it's been, you know, government, uh, in our case, the, the US government in collaboration with other governments doing stuff, like the ISS, but this time it was all about SpaceX and Elon's teams in both Tesla and SpaceX, because it was a joint effort from his part. And then of course, thousands of people from around the United States that collaborated with the mission and around the world uh, on behalf of NASA. So it was a really emotional moment for me and for many people, um, knowing that you're watching these two brave guys, you know, Robert and Doug, the astronauts that are now on the ISS were taken by the Falcon 9, and uh, you're just crossing your fingers and your toes and hoping for the best uh, that they are safe and that there's nothing going wrong. Um, uh, although, as part of a, I guess, some, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I guess something that gave me a little bit of more hope is that if, if, even if anything went wrong, this is also the first time, the first time that there's a real. Uh, emergency system that could keep the astronauts out of harm's way. So uh, I felt pretty good about it. Um, they had launched the same type of rocket many, many times. As a matter of fact, I think I just want the past year alone, I think I've witnessed, witnessed about 10 or more uh, rocket launches uh, in person. So uh, this was a proven um, spacecraft. So in that sense, I felt really good. But once I saw them in, up in the air, it was just super emotional. I actually dropped to my knees. Did you? Wow. Yeah, uh, it was incredible. It was it was amazing. I could see that. Yeah, no, it, it. I mean, I wasn't there. I haven't been to any launches like you said you have. Um, and I don't know much about, as much as I'm fascinated about space travel and, and rockets and everything, I don't know the ins and outs like, like uh, you do uh, by the sounds of it. But... Uh, I could I can see that it could be very emotional, like all that whole buildup and everything, and yeah, and the first time actual humans going into space with with uh, SpaceX is just awesome. My son, I tried whenever the launches come on, uh, YouTube and the live feed and stuff like that. My son has seen probably maybe half a dozen, and uh, he's always asked me, "Is there somebody in there? Is an astronaut in there?" And I've always told him, "No, there isn't." Well, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday was the first time I was able to say, hey, listen, buddy, there's actually astronauts in this one. And his face just lit up. You should have seen his face. Like, because mm -hmm. he was expecting me to say no, like the other half a dozen times I did. But it, yeah. it was, he was really excited to know. So that, that sounds like an awesome experience. I mean, I'm, I'm envious and jealous and, and proud, too, at the same time that, that you were able to go, go there and watch it. And have you Jumps in a good way, obviously. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Who gets, who gets to go next after that? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go because I got the worst story, and oh, then and then Franklin can redeem us after okay. that. That's that. Okay. So so we had made plans to 
watch um, on the original day, right? When it was supposed to go and it got scrapped by, uh, by weather. And we had plans on the weekend, we were actually camping. So I think I'm the only one in the Tesla community who did not watch it live. So that's my story, but we had fun camping. Uh, Franklin, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, so I've always been fascinated by uh, space mainly because I took a course at university uh, called Life Beyond the Earth. Uh, this was like six years ago, I guess. The fascinating thing about it all was at the time, they're only talking about NASA and the Canadians' contributions to NASA. Uh, so SpaceX wasn't even a huge talking point. And it's really fascinating to uh, learn and understand how NASA functions and works. And then uh, out of nowhere, like not out of nowhere, but you know what I mean? You have SpaceX, which operates like vastly different, and they're able to accomplish so much more <laughs> at a better cost at a shorter uh, period of duration, shorter period of time. So it's really fascinating. Uh like I follow SpaceX as much as I can. Um, I use, I'm still one of those people that use RSS feed. So I still follow all sorts of space topics. I find it really fascinating. Uh, but uh, in terms of the event uh, this past week, we hosted a uh, live chat and I invited as many people as who want to join on Twitter and we actually shared a photo of it and we all kind of watched it together. Uh, this was actually Dax's response reaction uh, that I screen captured and then uh, cropped off and then shared up, uh, shared online. That's uh, awesome. Thank you very much, my friend. No, hey, you can't laugh at yourself. Who can you laugh at, right? If you find that tweet, he told me not to share it here. If you find that tweet, go look under it. I did a little GIF edit of it. Definitely check it out. It's a pizza. Oh, no, um, I only meant Noah's and I thought it was going to be too much trouble for you. I'm putting this one no. on. Yeah. It's okay. no, that, that's all I meant. So, I thought this was the first time he saw you naked, Franklin. <laughs> no, I said not. No, never mind. <laughs> Hold on, Dax. Wait, wait, wait. Leave that up for a sec. I think I can. Now, Franklin, I'm glad you. <laughs> okay, that's the one he added to it. Uh... Hold on. Let's leave it. There you go. Yeah, that's better. So, um, what I was going to say is one other thing I want to touch on, uh, just because, uh, just in case we don't get to cover it. Um, for anyone who has children, uh, they had... Okay, so I'll give you a little bit sorry, of backstory sorry, later. Right? Franklin? Yeah. Yes? I'm going to hate to interrupt you there. Do you still have that GIF running in the background? I, I just shut it down. Okay, because I, when, as soon as you put that GIF on, uh, it it did something to your mic and your audio. It sounded <laughs> terrible. So, oh, sorry. So it still sounds bad. So I don't know if you want to see on. what you can do in the background on your end there. Is that better? No, it's still it's still very it's like a crackly buzzing hornet sounding <laughs> and he's got he's probably just gonna check and see if there's any technical difficulties and stuff, yeah. stuff like that. But here's an interesting thing. Like, yeah, it it was fun. Franklin had, had that little thing, that little uh get together, uh like a zoom live chat type of thing, and we watched it. Can you all right, we good? There you, you were good, yeah. yeah. So so what did you learn from that, Franklin? Don't put up pictures with me eating pizza. <laughs> okay, so I was going off on a totally different tangent, by the way. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember which of the two. Uh, one of the astronauts was saying uh, they want to bring up something to space that their children loved, and right. they love dinosaurs. So I don't know if any of you guys caught it, the little Thai dinosaur that they brought up to space. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. It was it's one of the sons, uh, one, one of the astronauts' sons' toy. Yeah. So this little 
high dinosaurs going up to space, you can actually buy them on eBay for like $20. So if you want to buy something for your uh, kid to remember it, uh, it's not a bad little tinker where you can basically buy the same exact one. thought I'd just throw it out there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've got to give the Canadiana perspective of this whole space launch and everything for people at home that may not know. The astronauts are named Bob and Doug, as we know, right? For any of the Americans, probably majority of Americans or anyone else around the world, unless you're Canadian, you wouldn't know uh, what the significance of Bob and Doug means to Canadians. But let me just show you. Back in the day, I don't even know if it was um, SCTV. But anyways, back in the day, probably in the 80s, I want to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. Uh, 70s or 80s. 80s. Yeah, okay. 70s, yeah. early 80s. There was a show called um, – was it actually called Bob and Doug McKenzie? Or they're, they're just it was a little bit before my time, but I, I'm certainly I aware of it. You know, that's where the whole, hey, you know, like the A thing came from and the a hoser. hosers. Yeah. yeah. It, it is Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. And that's the name of the show, though. That was the name of the show. Yeah, that was the name of the show. Okay. In 1980. Yeah. They popular popular. I can't say that tonight. Can you say that for me? That word. Popularized. Thank you, Molson Canadian. Oh yeah, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right, eh? <laughs> yeah. So I have I have a, a Google search of their photos. This was uh, I, I'm trying to remember. The one guy, they're both famous. I forget their names off the top of my head. There's Aaron, uh, sorry, something. Um, oh, he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. I want to say uh, Dan Aykroyd, but it Moranis, wasn't Dan Aykroyd. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Moranis. And uh, Dave something. Uh, we, we should know this, shouldn't we? Oh, we boy, should... We're not Canadians here, guys. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up here. We should know this. I think Dave there was a Thomas. Song. Dave Thomas and Rick Dave Moranis. Thomas. Yeah, Dave go. Thomas, Wendy's. <laughs> Not to say <laughs> Dave Thomas. <laughs> but that's just a little uh, Canadian point of view that I wanted to share with everyone. Beauty, eh? Canadians. Yeah, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm, you're, you're probably glad you, you missed that one, Raph, because we were just talking Canadian stuff, eh? Florida's <laughs> oh, no. What did I miss? <laughs> Florida's half Canadian anyways. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yes, yes. From 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 October to April, isn't it? Wasn't there a petition at one point in time? I thought I got pretty good traction. Just saying, people wanting Canada to buy Florida, saying it's like, (laughs) (laughs) really? Yeah. You guys have it really good over there. Uh, The stuff that's going on here right now is nerve wracking. Yes. Yeah. To say the least. We should do a moment of silence. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to speak about it and we're not going to dwell on it, but you know, we haven't forgotten what's going on worldwide, especially down in the States and our uh, thoughts and prayers are, are with everyone um, that are going through that. And our thoughts and prayers are with the families that are affected. And without getting this episode down, uh, we're going to move on, not for insensitivity, but just uh, because it's a separate thing. We've, decided to have this podcast to hopefully get people's minds away from that because it seems to be a little bit uh, ongoing. Not to say that's not important, but we'll get our minds away from it and you choose uh, at your own leisure whether you want to um, stick with it or uh, uh, get your mind off it. We're going to move on. We're going to move on to another story. This 
happened with it last week. Yeah, just last week, I think, just before uh, the end of the month where Tesla lowered their prices. Now, people say, now they lowered their prices on three out of their four models. Obviously, the Model Y wasn't touched because it makes sense. I mean, does anyone here think that uh, that they should have lowered the Model 3? Or I think Model they Model? will. I think they will. They, they may, but right now, I mean, it makes total sense to not touch it. How does it work for people that are locked in like me who haven't received their vehicle yet? Right? If, you mean if they lower it? Yeah. Uh, well. See, I, and then it's kind of disadvantage to them to lower it because then I'd be paying less than what I originally agreed to. Like, I'm not upset if they lower it. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I agree to a price and I'm okay with it because obviously I agreed to it. So it's in Tesla's best interest to deliver it to all the people at least that have reservations on for the last couple of years before they start adjusting the price. That, well, that'd so, be my thought. You know what? Like, I, I see it in a completely different way, right? And and Elon has said many times in the past that, you know, as the technology, um, as he's able to drive down the costs, the input costs that go into the vehicle, that they would make the, the, the cars more accessible to people. So uh, I, I see it as a good sign. I see it as a sign that their battery costs are coming down that their manufacturing processes are improving. Uh, so I, yeah, I think it's fantastic for that reason. You should get the lowest price. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Tesla's always known to do the right thing. I think if yep. they raised it, they would lock you into what you originally wanted to pay for it or agreed to pay for it, which would be the lower price. But I think if they lower it, they would do the right thing and reflect that lower cost to you. So I don't, I don't no, think no. I'm not worried about it. It's just more from uh, the perspective of Tesla, right? What do you think the best possibility for them to do is, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe as a shareholder, you may not agree with them. This is, going to allow them this is going to allow them to sell more cars. So oh, at, the end, at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm not against it by any means. I mean, if I could pay less, why would I not, right? Exactly. <laughs> Seeing you've got six on order, right? No, no, yeah. no. I don't have well, the same thing happened with the Model 3, right? Especially the performance version uh, yeah. shortly after launch where it got a price cut. And I, I can see why people might be upset about that. Oh, people um, lost their minds. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. But so, something that names rhymes with bread, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, anyway. <laughs> but, you know, like it, it, I wasn't overly concerned about it. I'm going to drive the car for a long time. Um, you know, I, I, I know this going in that this is the business model, right? The technology is becoming democratized and that means lower pricing as volumes increase. I, I could see Tesla's coming down even more in price as time progresses. I and think, they just sell more and make I more I think margin. people put too much weight on the pricing of Tesla. Um, for So basically traditional automakers sell their cars to dealerships who then mark them up and then sell them to you. So the dealership has room to play with because like you can go buy the same car, like 10 different dealerships and receive 10 different prices. Yeah. But with Tesla, because you're buying it directly from them, they set the price. So it's as Paul, like what Paul was saying as the price, like as the technology gets better where they can make it cheaper, they're going to adjust the price accordingly. So we will see all the price adjustments uh, live versus an automaker who can still keep the price higher even though that the cost of making it is lower so you don't really see that it's just the profit margins that change whereas tesla because it's uh consumer to uh actual like manufacturer it's it's just different so i think people uh get 
freaked out by the price changing, which they really shouldn't uh, because it's just their model of business is different than traditional automakers. Exactly. And they're exactly. And they're not accustomed to it, right? They're like you said, it's a different model and they're not accustomed to it. Here's um, this article that I'm putting up here for everyone that's watching is from uh, inside EVs and they've broken it down. They did a really good job here. They've uh, done the whole lineup uh, other than the roadster that Tesla has from the model three standard range plus all the way to the uh, model Y performance and color coded it and showed what the, what the range is, and it, and it goes in, in like a bar graph with the ranges with the zero to 60 is and then in the new price reflections. So you're looking at 39,000. These are American prices for the base model. And it goes all the way up to what is it? 90, 96 and change just the low 96s for a performance model S. That's oh, actually, no, sorry. Uh, the model X is 101. And that is the performance model X. If I'm reading that correctly, why would you buy uh, an X over a Y? Oh well, that's the people have been saying that for a long time. Well, I mean, the the, the Model Y is actually bigger. You know, uh, it's a different type of vehicle. Uh, the majority of the people can get away with the Model Y versus the Model X, uh, but the Model X is, is still the the Fabergé egg, right? It's it's that mystic uh, mystical you know, thing that Elon created with France. And uh, it's hard to replace that. It, it, it's a, it, it's a, it, the astronauts were using it for God's sake, right? <laughs> True. Um, they, they moved the astronauts uh, from, from the VAB or vehicle assembly building to the launch pad um, just a couple of days ago in them. Uh, exactly. So, well, you know, as, as everyone, I guess people who follow my channel knows, it's not everyone, obviously, <laughs> uh, but I also have a Model X, which my wife drives. And I can tell you that still to this day, and we bought it in 2017, if we go out to the shopping mall or something, those Falcon doors open up, it still attracts a crowd. Oh, yeah. So so I think there's still that type of, of wow factor around the X that mm -hmm. helps it maintain its price point. Like, it's, it's really cool like, to see it happening, right? Um, where people just get all excited about the doors. <laughs> yeah. Is it because you're playing the music as you leave and you're just like oh, walk man, away? I, I'm telling you, if you do that, then you're going to get mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Christmas thing? Yeah. No, and I'm just going to throw this up quickly to show that for our Canadian listeners. This is the model. This is the whole lineup. Um, once again, Tesla um, Drive Tesla Canada did a little thing and showed all the price changes. In the states, it was two thousand for the Model Three and five thousand off for the Model S and X. Here in Canada, it was three thousand and seven thousand because our dollar is different, right? So it brings down a standard range plus Model Three to fifty two nine, so basically fifty three thousand dollars. So that's not bad at all. And then it's still in Canada; it's eligible for the five thousand dollar federal rebate. So that brings it under fifty grand. At the end of it, that's not that's a hell of a value. Yes, their uh, their conversion that they did isn't the actual dollar conversion. We actually gained uh, yeah, like I was gonna say. 15 percent or something. So because of what our dollar is, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, but this wasn't the topic I was gonna uh, bring up, guys. But I don't know if any of you guys uh, watch the YouTube channel of this guy. His name is uh, I, I'm not sure if this is his name or I definitely know it's the name of his channel. I don't know his actual name and I apologize for it. But uh, Talosiv EV 
Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched it. He's basically he does like five sec five or six minute videos talking. Basically, that's all. It's a discussion video uh, where he talks about different topics almost on a on a daily basis, every couple of days, and he brings us some very interesting stuff. And he does it right in his living room in front of his TV. So it's uh, interesting stuff. He's he's got a good follower following because he had a, a tech channel that he came from the way he did tech reviews and stuff like that. Anyways, in a uh, in making a long story short, he brought up just this week or last week the possibility of he was talking about battery day and talking about how the new tech and battery day that we're going to hopefully soon one of these days because i know they keeps delay they keep delaying it hopefully we'll get it soon but he was saying with the new million mile battery which is slated as we're hoping that's what they're going to talk about he was saying wouldn't it be so cool if they talk about it talk about it and obviously it's going to lower the price hopefully and, and maybe better the performance and all this kind of stuff it's a whole different type of battery and a whole different um uh, engineering process and evolution of battery hopefully but he he was saying wouldn't it be cool if on battery day he they, tesla comes out and says and you know what this is our battery and at the end like the one more thing at the end they say you know what it's been in the cars for the last two months every car that's been going off the production line for the last two months has it and he brought it back to maybe that's why the price changed possibly. Now he he did say it's far fetched and it'd be a dream scenario, but made me think. You never know; it could be right. Like, wouldn't it be so cool if that they're doing this? And you were talking about it earlier, Franklin. How Tesla's a different type of car company; it's not traditional, where they, they do different things and they they do different price structures. And we we know how um, they make changes on the fly and they don't wait for model years and uh monroe was talking about that just uh he was he was on ride lightning uh ryan's podcast and he was talking about that how he's so impressed how they're not like traditional car companies how we all know that they make changes on the fly on the production line and stuff like that so wouldn't it be so cool if the new battery tech might be in the cars right now we don't know about it and they've just software locked so nobody knows and then when they do the battery day they say yep it's been in the car all the time. That's why we, we've had an opportunity to lower the price. I'm just thinking it would be a cool thing. It would be that would be thing. cool, but I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah, no, no. Like I, I think and 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 uh, Taylor did say when when he, he talked about it that it's very far fetched and the the chances of it being true are rare. But so I'm nice just gonna agree. I'm gonna throw something out there and look. I don't want like a huge discussion on it, obviously. Uh, but because of everything that's going on, there's been uh, a large number of tech events uh, that have been scheduled for this month and next month that have been totally uh, delayed indefinitely. Yeah. Um, with the whole concept of uh, we shouldn't be celebrating right now, uh, we should be focusing on different things. So uh, I don't know how that's going to correspond with Tesla and their battery day event. Um, but there's precedent, uh, at least with the Tanner a half a dozen or a dozen so tech events that I've been following that are supposed to come, which have been delayed, right? So I don't know if that's going to be the battery day event or not, but that might throw a wrench into your whole. Hey, it has has all yeah. these well, cars have batteries, right? And and I get it. That's why they're delaying it, right? Uh, it seems like Elon is pushing real hard to make it an actual where people show up, uh, an actual people need to be there because he says there's something people need to see hmm. who knows what that something is but 
if it wasn't so important for them, they could have easily have done this by now and have it uh, streamed. And if there was any questions like they had for the other, uh, what was it, the other the other day, the engineer, the one they had last April, I forget what that day was called, but where they had people come the up. Autonomy day. Autonomy day. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, autonomy. Yeah. Day. Where they had people come up and ask questions, they could have easily do that, like they do on the um, earnings call, where people call in and ask a question. Well, I learned one thing about Elon: if he wants something, there's nothing really that stands in the way and stops him, right? So there's that too. So, yeah. what's your take on it, Raf? Um, on Battery Day. <laughs> yeah. So um, rumors from some insiders are that there's going to be an announcement uh, related to batteries that is more of Tesla turning into a power company kind of with virtual uh, power plants where people will be able to use their uh, battery storage uh, to make money. Um, it, it's There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the fact that they are working on new tech for the batteries that will allow those batteries to last in a car a million miles means that when those batteries are retired, they can be recycled into power walls because the usage is different, right? Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff going on. I think that there's a rumor about the one more thing thing that's gonna happen that's gonna blow everybody away. So. Uh, I think they're doing the right thing, thing make, uh, taking their time for it. Um, I, I definitely see uh, Tesla's improvement. Uh, they've done it before, what you were saying, that uh, there may be some of the new stuff already in the cars that we don't know about. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't like feel bad if it's if that's not the case, because this, you know current iterations of these vehicles are incredible. Uh, they can stand on their own. Um, Honestly, I I don't think there's any better vehicles out there. Um, I only wish that Tesla had more types of vehicles, but you know it's a it's a young company, so they can't already have the pickups, the 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 vans, the trucks, the semis. There's a lot of places where they can still thrive, uh, but they have to do it you know day by day. I have you know I'm waiting for my long range rear wheel drive Model Y, but I also have a reservation for the Cybertruck. So. Uh, they they're gonna they're doing it right they're doing it right definitely i i couldn't agree with you more they are you just know how we are as tesla fans we're very impatient yeah. <laughs> as 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 you're saying as you're telling the story uh, your your story there uh franklin's down below pointing at the cyber truck that he can't wait for <laughs> mm -hmm. right beside you so yeah so speaking of model y and you said you have a reservation for a, a long range What's your take? Because we've we've talked about this on the channel before. There is a bird. Okay, he's gone now. <laughs> I'm outside. Remember, okay, guys. Uh, I see things that distract me very easily, like squirrels and stuff. Like that there was a discussion months ago before the Model Y even started delivering, talking about, I guess, the realism of the long range Model Y and how it's not in the in the in the choices on the model Y designer page you you're still holding out for a draft you, th you think yeah you think yeah yeah the long range rear wheel drive Good. is the one i want um it's about six or seven thousand us dollars cheaper than the next cheaper version at the moment and um if they build it they will honor the price uh, that's why they haven't canceled any of the orders of the rear wheel drive or forced anyone 
to go with the dual motor. I, I definitely know that. I, I feel like it's going to have better range, just like was the case with the long range uh, Model 3 versus the dual motor. And uh, I'm sticking to it because, uh, yeah, we want to transition the other two cars that we have in the house to EVs. But um, the main reason why I want another Y is because it's going to be our road trip vehicle. You know, now that I have the performance, um, the next thing that makes sense for us is, is a, a, a tripping car, right? Yeah. Uh, for big trips. Um, I, I know that when I get the Cybertruck, we're pretty much going to live in that thing anyway. Um, I will. Yeah, that was going to be insane. I, I already have plans for so many things with the Cybertruck. Okay, let me ask you this. Cybertruck? Oh, no. Let me start over in order. Model 3, Model Y, Cybertruck for you. Are you going to keep all? Yeah. Gonna, yeah? Yep. Bow down to you, buddy. That's awesome. I mean, I'm initially planning to keep... Sorry. Yeah, keep the 3 and go for... A cyber and get the cyber truck and so on my initial plan is to have two electric cars but i can't imagine three i would love to uh, well i mean we have three adults in the house we're looking to change all vehicles so um, yeah. i think it makes sense and at the very minimum even if it's just the three vehicles for two of us it's still make, gonna make sense because my car is gonna end up going to the racetracks yeah true a lot so <laughs> you know yeah Raf, can I can I ask you a question? When you traded in your rear wheel drive, sorry, when you got rid of your rear wheel drive for the performance, did you trade it in or did yeah. you sell it privately? I traded it in at Tesla. Like, were you happy with the uh, with the price they gave you and the yeah. whole process? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I cool. mean, I, that. I was kicking myself to the fact that you know I paid for full self driving on that car and it never materialized fully. Um, I, I I got the two thousand dollar fire sale that they did way back when, um, mm -hmm. uh, but I did pay five thousand for the enhanced autopilot, which is what they started with. Yeah. Um, and then you know I basically lost that. That doesn't come with you to the new Tesla. So, um, but if you if you don't think about that piece, um, I think they gave me a good deal. You know, I gave them the car just a little bit over a year and a half uh with 52,000 miles so yeah. wow yeah. normal depreciation would just take the price down by a lot i mean you get the car out of the dealer any car that you buy it's remember cars are not on you know it's not really an investment on, yeah. unless unless it's a company property where you can deduct it from the taxes and so on yeah um so yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm happy i'm happy okay. the, the funny thing is that i saw my car they still have it and they were selling it for um, a lot more money than they offered me. But then, <laughs> uh, uh, two weeks ago, they dropped the the price by six thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, and and it still is. Um, so all things known, I they they gave me thirty five k for the car. Um, so they put it up on the website for forty nine thousand dollars, and. And they just dropped it a couple of weeks ago. They dropped it to 43. I have a feeling that that car is going to go even lower. The car is a beast. If I can buy it, if they put it back at the same price, or if I can negotiate with them, <laughs> I, will, I will buy that car back. The price that would be a question to you. Would you buy it back? <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Well, you know, I think bad timing, bad timing has a lot to do with um, uh, 
what's going on right now with the pandemic and everything yeah. for, for dealerships. Like, yeah. so I, I, mean, I can see why they drop it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they, if, if the uh, taxi thing goes, you know, like if they, the cars can be fully autonomous uh, anytime soon, uh, which I don't really see it very, very soon. I see it happening because, you know, if you saw the demo when they were taking people to different places and no one was touching the wheel, uh, they have the tech, but it's the tiny things that, uh, that make a big difference, right? There's too many edge cases and uh, they're still polishing it. But when it goes live, any car that they own, it doesn't matter that they don't sell it. They, they're going to make money with those cars. They're going to put up the fleet, and those cars are going to basically Tesla Uber people, right? Um, oh, yeah. It's a money maker. I mean, I think it's it's an exaggeration saying that a car like mine's, you know, $200,000 because it can drive itself. But if you think about it, if that car doesn't stop only to charge, the amount of money that the car can make as a taxi, it's it's insane. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, and you know, Franklin's uh, on the same page as you, too, uh, to the same extent. We, we I'm all a are. a big believer just, in that. Yeah, um, we, we all are. Did you guys see today that Tesla on autopilot has slammed into an overturned truck on a freeway? No. The, yes, I saw that. The driver not paying attention slammed into that. Yeah, no, no, I, I get it, right? Yeah. Like, see, because we're all Tesla owners, we understand Tesla. We, you know, uh, we understand how autopilot works, and you have to pay attention. But to somebody on the outside who's not a Tesla owner, like they must just look at it and go, "Wow, that is just so stupid," <laughs> yeah. right? You well, know, I'll so give you. I know Dax had to leave the stories for the end, but I'll give you a quick one. I was driving today on the highway and I was in the far left lane trying to over like uh, pass a truck. The truck was like, he was going straight originally when I was behind him, but he started weaving back and forth when I was beside him. Uh, I quickly flipped my car off of autopilot and I went into the shoulder a little bit uh, and then sped up as fast as I could so I didn't get sideswiped by an 18-wheeler truck. But if I were to get hit, is it autopilot's fault? for not swerving off or is it my fault for not paying attention to take off autopilot to move out of the truck's way who's coming into my lane see but but my point though franklin is that again not in the tesla community but just people watching on the periphery around tesla and full self-driving right i mean are you going to be comfortable getting into a robo taxi when you know there's a video today with the car on autopilot slamming into a stationary object on the freeway right no, like it's, it's, it's fair yeah i'm just making the comment right I mean, yeah no no no, no. And, it, and it's fair and this is why i kind of brought up my example because it's uh autopilot is not polished yet but people who drive it as if it is and are getting in accidents are the ones who are giving it a bad reputation right <clears throat> yeah. yeah absolutely no doubt about it and i think i think too uh so i put up a poll on twitter saying if you've had your hardware upgrade yet or not and I'll get to the reason why I'm saying this. Uh, based off my poll, 50% uh, have had their upgrade. Actually, no, it was a little bit higher. Basically, when I did the math, there's outstanding about 80,000 cars outstanding that need to get a hardware upgrade. So Tesla has their whole rewrite. I'm going to guess the minute that 80,000 have been upgraded, that's when we're going to see the rewrite, and that's when we're going to see uh, autopilot increase tremendously. I think Tesla's holding out until uh, at least the mat, like 80,000 people is still a lot of cars 
uh, again, that's if Twitter, my Twitter polls uh, extrapolated data is correct to the real world. Uh, and I think I had like a thousand votes on it, so it's not too bad, but I mean, it's not a large number by any means, but um, but let's say my number's off, let's say it's even 50,000, still 50,000 cars that need to be upgraded, it's a lot. So I think when we see the cars upgraded, we're going to see the full rewrite, and that's when we're going to start seeing a lot of these edge cases and a lot of these random little bugs, at least, I'm not saying all of them all at once, but I'm saying you're going to see a huge improvement because the car will finally be able to take uh, take use of the whole entire uh, hardware, which, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping so, and I, I, I've heard you give that um, theory before, and I agree. I subscribe to it. I agree to it. So, we'll, we'll just see. something random. Uh, okay, uh, just something random. I'm gonna throw in. Uh, don't want to re reveal my source, but I've been posting some. Uh, Hold on, this this deserves large screen. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been posting some data file uh, tidbits on Twitter lately. Uh, I've only have two of them for, uh, between yesterday. I've been digging through files and stuff like that. Um, so I have access to a modified or hacked Tesla now. And uh, I was going somewhere with this. Oh, yeah. So you can actually see, uh, like, RAM usage. And I have access to a 2.5. And RAM usage is, like, extremely well optimized. So Tesla's run, like, really, really well. So I'm super fascinated to see how Harbor 3 works. And I don't really feel like taking apart my car to figure it out, but uh, yeah, two point five is amazing. What Tesla's done from a technological standpoint. So, how much RAM is in it? Did you? Uh, I haven't been able to figure out exact numbers, um, but I can see percentages of usage at yeah. any given time during drives. So yeah, it's like optimized like crazy. It's really cool. Wow. Wow. Under eighty percent utilization, or yeah, under eighty percent. Very good, and that's what two point five. Yeah, it's gonna what say two point five is. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, let's move on to our last topic, and this is this one could just be quick. Uh, it it came out today, and you know, it could be quick because I'm I'm not sure that it pertains to everyone, especially people down in Florida. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Tesla Tesla launched their Model Three All Weather Protection Kit today. Is it today? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. This uh, article is uh, brought to you by Electric. Um, you know, it, it, they're trying to help out with the pain issues and stuff like that. What do you guys take? Okay, first of all, it's a $50 U.S. kit, $70 here in Canada. Do you think that, A, that money is worth it? And, B, do you think that Tesla should not be charging for this and should be uh, – fixing this themselves because it's a design flaw or a paint issue. Like, I mean, I've heard, I, I run the Canadian uh, Facebook Tesla Model 3 group, and I've heard so many people complain and so many different uh, explanations and theories on what they think Tesla should do or shouldn't do. So no uh, for a, you want to hear from me? Yes. Yeah. I, want to, I want to hear from all you guys. Okay. So uh, I personally think that they're, at $50, they're giving it away. They don't have to do that. They don't even have to do it for free. I, th I think their cars are great. Real, true experts of paint jobs have said that the quality of the paint that's coming out from Tesla right now is up to par, par with the best. The problem is uh, that Tesla is under a microscope. And every little detail, just like happens to all the manufacturers, it gets amplified. This kit, 
um, is it's it's not a big deal. Fifty bucks or seventy dollars is basically nothing. It it will protect the car a little bit, especially in places where there's like they throw salt and you know snowy places and where there's a lot of you know dirt and grime on the road. Um, I I have even even though I hate the way it looks with those things, um, I have even considered it because my car is wrapped. It's crazy wrap that Elon actually likes, and my car will hit the tra the racetrack, and all that rubber is gonna fly somewhere. It's gonna stick to my wrap, so I may put the mud flaps on it. But uh, the way that I'm gonna drive that car is probably pointless because it's gonna get mm -hmm. it's it's gonna get banged up everywhere. But I think it's a I think it's a good deal, really. I think so. so that includes all four corners, right? I guess a section yeah. for all four corners. It looks like a good price. Looking at the diagram here in the pictures, or, or the pictures here on the website, it looks like it's the back for sure in that red one. Yeah. And the blue one here, I think what the blue one is depicting here is the mud guards, the mud mm. flaps. So the, it is. It's, 50 bucks. it's two separate pricing. So it's 50 for one and 50 for the other. So looking at 100 US for both. I see. Um, so truthfully, I think the product itself is not that great. You can get better aftermarket equivalents cheaper. But at the same time, Tesla shouldn't be giving it away for free. They're not obligated to. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to go for the Tesla ones, go for it. Uh, they're here for you, and uh, you have to pay for them. Because I don't know any other dealership that would go and give you free stuff after you purchase your car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the past. Yeah. So. Well, the other problem, too. Not the problem. The other theory I've heard, I, I, I agree with you. Raf, where I think people complain and people come down on Tesla paint too much, but I have heard a theory, and I, if I'm not mistaken, it's from um, oh, our good buddy Trevor, <laughs> and I fully agree with him. There's so sh much stringent rules and regulations in California when it comes to paint and, and chemicals and stuff like that. That remember, Tesla's the only. Manu auto manufacturer in California. So if they're locked in a restriction bubble where their paint and everyone else in different states and different countries can uh, make their paint better because they're not held to those restrictions, of course their paint's going to be better. Whereas California, you know, which, so two things. A, I'd like to know how the paint is on a Chinese. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. How it'll be on the Berlin cars and we're assuming this is going to be Texas. They say they're going to be making Model Ys there because we know the Cybertruck's not going to have paint. So what the, and probably the easiest example will be see what the Model Y Texas cars are going to be like with their paint and see if this paint restriction issue that that people are saying is California, if it's true. I, I think it is. I I know has a, yeah, has a lot of restrictions. My understanding is that the the issues that they had in the past are gone now by experts, especially when compared to supercars. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it it it's difficult, right? Because they were in a learning process. That's why they got rid of some of the colors, uh, and they don't have a big variety of colors. They're trying to minimize the the complexity on their operation. I think the the hardest car that they have is the red. And they're doing a pretty decent job. As a matter of fact, I, I saw a red one the other day. It's insane. It just looks like I was gonna say Paul and I both have a red one. Paul, you have yeah. any problems with yours? None whatsoever. 
The paint job is yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm impressed of how well it's held up. So yeah. that's through Canadian winters, and well, Paul has it even worse than I do in terms of weather. So, yeah. so then you got to wonder if these people that are complaining about paint are are they the type of people that if they bought a laptop at Best Buy, they complain about that? You know what I mean? Like, are they the type of people that complain a, a consumer? Well, that, you're saying you have a Facebook page filled with complainers. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I've got, I've got a, you know what? For every complaint that I get in my group, I have 10 people, not as fanboys, but as true owners that have had the car as long as we have, that have come up to whether defend or agree. Because the good thing with my group, it's well moderated and it's uh, got some common, for the most part, some common sense people that they'll admit when Tesla's wrong. And they'll uh, admit when Tesla's uh, needs def defending too. So I, I, I think they're a, a good bunch of groups. And anyone listening from my Tesla group, hi. <laughs> I, I think I think what's happened is uh, like the three of us um, here in Canada, right? So Mother Frunker, myself, and, and Dax, uh, we have fairly early model uh, model threes, right? By VIN number. And I think what happened was. Uh, some of the earlier cars, right, must have had a different paint formula formulation because my paint is like really, really nice, like even after almost two years now and two Canadian winters. And then I think in the middle, they they maybe did some reformulization to try to drive down cost, right, would be my theory. And maybe there was a, a period of time where the paint wasn't as good as it could be. And that's where maybe we're seeing the complaints. And then today, um, to Raf's point, uh, you know, they might be back with another really great formulation uh, of paint. Just theory, right? Yeah. I, I think they just learned, you know, as they go, they they could be doing things well, make mistakes, fix those, continue doing the good job. And yeah, it's, it's a very dynamic company and very interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's move on because... Um... <laughs> I think I see a cloud back there. He can't pick it up on camera. But let's move. Also, we're, we want to get in these uh, experiences if we can. And we got two questions. We're finished with the topics. Unless you guys have any uh, news that you want to bring up and discuss, we're going to move on to questions if, if you guys want. Let's move on to questions. Now, we got two two questions. I don't know if you guys will be able to answer this. If you, if you can, you can. If you can't, then by all means, that's fine if you can't. This one question is by um, Francis Amon. Amon, I think is French, but don't quote me. Like I said, I barely speak English. So, Paul, can you pronounce that any better, or Franklin? Or I've seen Tom Campbell. I've seen Tom Campbell, yeah. Yeah, Campbell. I can pronounce Tom, that pretty well. Tom, Tom Campbell. Yeah, sorry, okay. Okay, you're right. I, was I tried my best. Slide. <laughs> yeah. I tried my best to search for the feature, but I didn't get any relevant hits. Can you please recommend to Grant and advise how challenging it is? Thanks for your time. There you go. I read the wrong one completely. All right. This one was easy, Dax. We got this one for you. You get the next one. <laughs> okay. You guys got uh, any answers for that? Um, if you watch just like basic struts, I'm not sure. Um, I have Hancho on mine, which works out well. Uh, installation isn't, isn't too bad. There's videos online you can follow, and it works out well. Yeah. I I think, yeah, there, there's the Hancho ones, the, the fully automatic ones um, that are pretty pricey but you, you get what you pay for it's a good company from what i, I understand and from what i've seen uh, mark has it i think you have it i have uh, it as well yeah uh, raf do you have any automatic things on yours i can't remember 
I, I received the Hanshaw trunk uh, kit uh, in January. I haven't installed it yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's good that you have it, though. Um, yeah. For the front hey, of the It makes you feel better. I have the front installed. I got, the, I got both the front and the trunk back in October. I only installed the front. I haven't installed the trunk yet, so we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, the my thing is that I, I'm giving a couple of people the chance to install it so that I can record them and promote them. Yeah, um, but do. with the whole pandemic right now, no, you know, I haven't been able to uh, to coordinate that. If it's not one thing, it's the other. Uh, I'm able to do it myself. I mean, I've done cra crazier thing. I mean, last weekend I I changed the suspension on my car myself here. Like I replaced yeah. the, the springs on it. So I can do the job, just you know, trying to find someone that wants to do it so that I can promote them for free. Like I don't have anything to win because I can do it myself. Yeah. Um, but they are all busy, and uh, if it doesn't happen in the next week or so, I'm gonna do it myself. Okay. And Mark mentioned in the chat, uh, Tesla Offer is what he has installed. It's kind of difficult if you don't know how it works on your cars. It's the same company as Hansha or Hansha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like a sister company type of thing, maybe? I, I'm not sure. I guess so. Just oh, thought okay. I'd throw it out there because you love the cool. comment. Now, if you're just looking now, if the Tom is just looking for ones just for the struts that are just regular gas fuel struts and they're not electronic, then I can tell you that I've got those on my car. Now, for the back ones, you got to be careful what you get because you can get them a lot of them off Amazon and eBay and stuff like that. But you got to be careful because some of the other manufacturers, like I think it's close to a Volvo. Don't quote me on it, but I think it's close to a, a Volvo model strut that you need. Uh, and you can do a Google search. There's lots of topics, like, uh, even videos. I think I did a video last year on it. But what I'm trying to say is make sure you get the ones that say USA on made in USA because there's one that says made in Turkey. And this is actually... Our, our friend Anthony Tessa Milton, he lives just down there. <laughs> Not that actual house, but closer down, further down there. He said that, he's the one who told me this, if you get the ones that say made in Turkey, they're not going to be the right ones. They're inferior. And the amount of gas when the trunk opens up and how much pressure it has and it bounces and rocks, that's not what you want. That's what I had originally. And then I changed, after hearing his advice, I changed that to these USA ones. And they are perfect. They go up like this. They stop near the top, and then it just minimizes, has hardly any kind of bounce. You don't want a bouncing trunk. You don't want it at all. So go online if that's what you're looking for. Uh, do, a, do a search for a Google search for videos, installations, and stuff like that. Or look in my YouTube channel. There is a video I did now thinking about it. That I did that's the you broke your window? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I didn't put that in the video. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> no. I'm it always there. It is. Okay, move, moving on to the next question because let's get these um, some of these other things in there too. Okay, so are are we all seeing the same thing I'm seeing, guys? Francis, this time. <laughs> um, no, Do any of you have to occasionally track the mileage of your car for business? I'm wondering if there's any uh, Android or car apps that can do this. One that would integrate with the car system and get the start and end odometer reading as well as kilometers driven. This way I can submit at the end of the year for my work. By the way, asking this as I unpatiently wait for the car delivery. Thanks for reading that. I, I wasn't I didn't even ask you to read it, Franklin, but thanks for reading it because I think 
you are the only Android guy here. Well, no, Paul is uh, I, agnostic. I, yes, you, I, you, I'm using iPhone today. Today, but that doesn't mean you'll be using iPhone tomorrow. Right. <laughs> yes. So maybe both of <laughs> you guys can answer because because Raf, you're a iPhone guy, right? Like like I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll start. Um, well, first off, I mean, I'm not aware of any ones that use the um, uh, that little OM, what's it, OMB sensor thing that you plug in. Uh, but for work, right, I know there's a lot of companies that use, uh, my company, for example, uses a product called Expensify. There's a number of them, and uh, it'll use the GPS to basically do the same thing. So if you can't find something that takes it directly from the car, maybe your business already has this uh, a product that they use for doing expense reports that has a built-in feature with GPS that you can use. Franklin, do you know, and I don't hate, hate to put you on a spot, but if you don't, you don't. Do you know so anything? The only thing I can think of, honestly, is if you're using, um, uh, there's Teslab, uh, Teslab on uh, Android, which should work. And, uh, man, I'm drawing a blank now. It's the most popular stats tracking app for Tesla. The third Tesla stats and, uh, yeah, Tesla is the one that I use. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's, there's Teslafy as well, right? Um, which will track all your statistics, uh, which will help you, right? Um, where you can see all your trips and stuff like that. Uh, there's also the Tesla API, which if you want to build your own thing, you can, uh, of course. Um, actually, Mark, who's in the chat, has a uh, Tesla app. Um, I don't know if you wanted me to shout it out, but he has a Tesla app that he's been making where it actually tracks short trips uh, with distances and stuff like that. And it works really, really well. So for uh, his question for his usage, his app would actually work fantastic. I've been playing around with it for the last like two weeks. Uh, trying to help Mark out with like dual cards and uh, location tracking and stuff like that. But his app works like really, really well. So for short distances, it's great. I, I think like, as somebody who does a lot of expense reports, I'm just going to go off on a tangent here. Um, I, I think that's overcomplicating it. I think you want to use an app that, you know, like um, Ex Expensify and there's a bunch of others that will automatically generate your expense report for you. So you don't have to get the information from your car and then go now and do your expense report. I'm just saying, you know, somebody does a lot of expense reports. I'm going to stick with the GPS. Well, I know Mark, I know Mark, <laughs> uh, backseat baller does it. Um, the way he does it is your car will show you like since your last charge. So let's say you plug in your car in the morning, you have it charged up, you go to work, you work all day, you come home. It's going to show you exactly what you use for all, throughout the day from your last charge. You just have to drop that number. So if you get in the habit every night, you just drop down that number that it gives you, and it's not that hard. You just track it exactly the way you used to. Right? That number is always there available to you. Yeah. So. Some some good uh, advice, guys. Now, I – um, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For some reason, it sounds weird in my headphones. Um, good advice. I took the liberty when I got this question earlier today and I actually did a little bit of research and I found an app called, where is it here? I won't be able to pull it up on the screen. It's called mile IQ. And I thought originally when I first saw it, it was a, a 
an iPhone app only, but I found out that it is for Android too. And let me see if I can pull it up here. Mile IQ, the good thing with this is, from what I understand, it is something that you can give to the CRA, which for anyone not in Canada, it's the Canadian Revenue Agency, which is the, equi- the equivalent to the IRS in, in the States. Uh, you can give it to the CRA, and apparently the CRA uh, accepts it. So I don't know if the CRA accepts it, if that means the uh, IRS will accept it. Um, speaking for the question that was asked, I know the CRA accepts it. So it is both uh, Google Play and, and uh, Apple's uh, App Store. Uh, App That's Forest. kind of cool. It's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be totally integrated. It's supposed to be exactly what that person, uh, who was it? Lamar, I forget the name. What they wanted, basically. It's exactly yes, what Francis, wanted, yeah. what Francis wanted. So I think that doesn't over complicate things because I think everything's done exactly. And then it's put into a spreadsheet, if I'm not mistaken. So, Dex, are you able to pull up my screen real quick? Yes, I am. I have it shared with you. So this is uh, this is actually Mark's. Uh, so it works really well. You can see all the different drives I did today. So you can see this one, for example, you can see exact kilometers, distances, uh, range, and all that sort of stuff. And it's really, really fast uh, to see uh, like how much you charge and all that sort of stuff. So it's really, really slick. I don't want to show off too much, uh, mainly because of uh, personal data and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's really, really quick. Um, Who made this? this Mark. Mark. The, the one who's always, uh, he's always in the chat, Mark Lindsay. Okay, Mark Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's awesome. Tesla, Tesla tip, like tip.com. Oh, cool. Good for you, Mark. Yeah, I, really I cool. thought you meant uh, Mark the backseat baller. <laughs> and I'm like, I never knew Mark did this kind oh, of stuff. Nothing uh, against you, Mark. Raphael has to go. Ralph's, Ralph's got to go. Okay, sorry, buddy. I, I haven't been paying attention to the... Uh... Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, guys, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I have another commitment that I have to attend to. Um, if you guys, you know, want to reach out for anything else, any questions you or your viewers have that I can answer, just let me know. Yeah, okay. Thank buddy, like, like I said at the beginning of the show, thanks for coming on. Uh, your commitment or your devotion just to come on for however long it was, was great. You stayed way more than <laughs> I, I would have expected anyone, especially from Florida to stay. Cause like, like Paul said, you're, you're, your hands are tired. Your arms are tired, but thanks for coming on. Can, can you, before you go, you just want to let everyone know where they can find you if they don't know already. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me always on Twitter under the test Latino handle, uh, as well as on YouTube. I have my YouTube English channel is just test Latino in Spanish is test Latino Espanol. And if anyone that's listening to the show is also uh, in the Florida area and wants to be part of the official Tesla Owners Club, um, you can go to teslaclubsouthflorida.com and you can register for free. South Florida for free. You heard it there, folks. If you ha- if you haven't already, go do it right now. And you also have that podcast where you guys talk just about no news, just about other stuff, right? Yes, we have a it's a it's a Spanish podcast. It goes out every week. We're on our forty. 40- first episode already i think something like uh-huh. that uh we do it weekly and it's all it's all about experiences it's a fun podcast in, in spanish anyone that wants to join uh, you can find it on any podcast platform as well as on youtube under the name s post 
is Tesla. So like it is Tesla, but in Spanish, the letter E, the letter S, Tesla. Yes, Tesla. S Tesla. Perfect. S Tesla. Yep. Thanks very much for coming on, buddy. You got it, guys. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for having me. Bye. Have a good night. See you. Bye bye. And then there were three. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do just like um uh Raf there. We're gonna end off soon. Just wanna get in a couple experiences. Paul, if you don't have any, uh, that's fine. We can do one next week if, if you're on next week or, or the week after. But I know Franklin has one and I have one. So uh, if you have one, let us know. Uh, after I don't have one. I haven't okay. driven. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So Franklin, I'll, I'll let you uh, do the honors. And, and I'm with you. I don't drive too much. Uh, but So I was going to Costco, and um, shout out to Costco where I live. Like the cleanest store in my city. Uh, really well patrolled. But anyways, at Costco, and coming out uh this is like the first time it's ever happened to me and i know it's like a silly little story but i was walking out towards my car and then i realized i'm like wait a second i didn't park uh for it's always park in reverse right but the car had chrome delete on it it was red and it was pretty like the car looked identical to mine obviously they all the little modifications they did to my car they did to theirs and i was parked like seven spots over from mine so it was like the first time ever where i went out to the parking lot where I almost got confused in terms of getting into my car. Because normally it's like, oh, I just go and get in the red Tesla. Like, it's never a problem. Uh, not only was it a red Tesla, but it had, like, the Chrome Delete. It had everything. So just that's my little uh, driving story, I guess, or parking story. I don't know. Your parking story. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Like, I guess it could happen, right? It could happen. Yeah. And it, it's a good thing, right? It just means that um, – <laughs> you pulled it up. It There's just means that right – yeah, it it just means that more and more Teslas are uh, appearing, and uh, yeah, it's a great thing. But that's, yeah, I, the, that's I, the first time it's happened to me in my city, so it's cool to see. <laughs> that's funny. That's a funny story. And and I'm only pulling this picture up not to show people at home, but to show you, so you know what your car looks like. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah just in case just, I forget. Yeah, yeah, you know me. I'm looking out for you, buddy. Well, that's that's an I don't issue. know why I didn't spark someone at that day. Yeah, that's true. You're always doing it, eh? Yeah, because. I went back. Uh, at Costco, with, you really want to do it at Costco? I went back a couple lot? of days ago, and I smart somebody in a Costco parking lot. It worked flawlessly. Really? You got yeah. balls, buddy, to do it at a Costco? Yeah. I don't know. But, but I make sure that there's no like crazy car traffic. Pedestrian traffic's fine. Yeah, because that's right. In Brampton, there's no car traffic in Costco. Jesus, what are you talking about, dude? It's Brampton. No. I was looking. Okay, forget it. Go ahead. What's your story, Dad? So we can watch. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but dude, no. Um, mine's actually. It's just. It's a weird, funny story. Funny, funny as in not hilarious. Funny like humor. But so we had to go north this weekend. My wife needed to uh, check out one of her family members uh, from a distance. We took masks and everything, so we we respected all the uh, stuff. But it was three hours away, so. We first thought we we're going to take the electric car, uh, the, the the Model Three, and then I realized we would make it and we'd get back, but we'd have to stop in Belleville or Peterborough to to charge. And I, and nothing wrong with that. We could have, but long story short, we decided not to. So for the first time in probably two or three months, uh, we decided to drive for a long distance my wife's ice car, which is uh, her truck, which is a Toyota Tacoma. Also, the other reason why is we haven't, like I said, we haven't driven that in a long time. So we wanted to put some miles on it, get the engine going, you know, stuff like that. So filled it up. Uh, by the way, on, on 
for a nice car, and I know this is a Tesla channel, but for a nice car, the car has, is really good on gas when it's on the highway. When it's off the highway, it sucks gas like a pig. But when it's on the highway, just like most gas cars, it, it was getting old, probably like 650 to a tank is what I estimated it to get. But I get in the car. Like I said, I get in the gas station, leave first thing in the morning, get in the car, and I'm driving. And I, it's got cruise control. It's got, like, adaptive cruise control where, you know, it's got the radar and everything. So I'm not worried about uh, – I set the cruise control to 115, 120, and I don't worry about the car in front of me because I know it's going to break and slow down and everything. But, guys, I tell you, the the concentration and the amount of brain power – and I'm not a smart guy, so make jokes. Insert jokes wherever you want here, Franklin. But the amount I'm of – the amount of brain power I had to to be disciplined with and and go through to try to tell myself to keep my hand on the wheel because I kept thinking I'm on the highway I don't have my foot on the on the gas in this case just near the mm -hmm. brake and I'm thinking I can like I've just got this habit to let go of the wheel or just hold it with like my thumb like I'm accustomed to when I'm on autopilot and coming up to corners and stuff like that and, and little bends on the highway. I'm like, I had to mentally prepare myself to Dax, don't let go of the wheel. Don't let go of the wheel because I'm, it's weird. It's like, it's like I said, it sounds like a stupid thing. It sounds like a funny thing, but I had to, for the first 20, 30 minutes after that, it was fine. But after for the first 20, 30 minutes, it was like, I had, I found myself paying close attention to not like, to drive and then when i was driving and i had both hands on the wheel and i'm concentrating to drive and everything i find myself like going in and out of the lanes i'm like i'm like i'm so i thought to myself i didn't say anything to my wife because i'm thinking she's gonna freak out she's like she would be like let me drive right but i'm thinking to myself i am so spoiled with this tesla and i'm yeah, so spoiled of, of autopilot it's like i felt like so barbaric and so stupid to have to learn to drive again and no, I mean, this, is, this is why I said autopilot is 100% worth the money, even at its current rate, just for mental stress. If you live in, especially if you live in an area that has bumper to bumper traffic, or if you're doing long distance travels and stuff like that, um, the mental fatigue that you don't have after a trip, like I put a value on that and it's fairly high, right? So no, I, I hear you, buddy. I agree. Yeah. Do you guys remember last fall when I, was at the uh, the Tesla factory in Fremont, right? Yeah. Uh, I had to rent a car and they didn't have any EVs. So I hadn't driven a gas car in almost two years at that point. And I swear to God, like I had to relearn how to drive. Like, you know, the jerky pedal, the, you know, the whole get gas thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I train myself. So I've had my car for uh, just over two years now, officially. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. We all got it at the same time. Um, so last year I was trying to do a video of going back to an ice car for a week. I gave it in after the second day because I, I just couldn't. I said the video would just be me complaining the whole time of all the things I lost out of my Tesla. So yeah. that video never saw the light of day. But <laughs> No, I hear you. It's like, like I, I thought of it after. If it wasn't for at least that truck having like i said traffic aware cruise control tack if it didn't have that i swear i would have rear-ended a car because i wouldn't have i'm too busy trying to steer i wouldn't have thought of having well, to god plus no regen braking yeah. the whole concept of, of exactly. cruise control we didn't realize this at the time but back in the day 
how um, dangerous is that, right? Where it's just on cruise, but it won't stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we, we considered it a, a convenience and a feature and a luxury, right? Yeah, we never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, now it's like barbaric. And yeah, exactly. See, and next time you drive Dax, I want you to go, next time you're driving your Tesla, obviously, I want you to look at the cars beside you and think about the mental stress that they're enduring driving their ice vehicles. Oh, I do. I do. I, buddy, I take yeah. nothing for granted anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's our little story. Um, we'll try to share one of these once a week or once every couple of weeks and stuff like that as they come up, not with the pandemic, like, like Paul and Franklin are saying, we don't drive much, but the few times we do little funny, little quirky stories like that. And we figure we'll spice up, uh, make the podcast a little more interesting. Anyways, folks, I hope you enjoyed it. That's it for this week's podcast. Like I said, the first week of June, join us here next week, Tuesday or Wednesday. Not sure yet. <laughs> we haven't hammered down a time or a, a exact date, but that's the beauty with this. I right? just come in whenever you go. The audio podcast will be up later in the week uh, for all you audio listeners. And uh, you can get that on TuneIn in your car, or you can get that on Apple uh, podcast system. So thanks for watching. Guys, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for uh, uh, helping me out. Raf, go check out Raf on his channel and stuff like that. Guys, before we go, where can um, people find you, Paul? Uh, any social media, Tesla Connect, youtube.com slash Tesla Connect, Twitter handle, Tesla Connect. You get the deal. Cool. Any uh, video coming soon? I've got a, yeah, I've got a video coming. Sweet. Um, I've got a couple of them. I just have to film them. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Their ideas still. <laughs> Frank, Franklin, where can people find you? Uh, Mother Franker on YouTube uh, and Franker on Twitter. Cool. Any videos coming? Uh, hopefully. Cool. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm busy. I need, I need videos to watch and consume while I'm, while I'm off with the kids and stuff like that. Considering doing a series of hacking a Tesla, so we'll see. Ooh. Let me know if you need some help. I'd love to do that with you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you oh, need a cameraman. <laughs> Have you guys noticed it's getting darker here? Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, right. like those guys said, you can find me on the social media stuff. YouTube, you're watching it. So if you're listening, Daxm, and um, you can find me on Facebook if you're brave enough to go on Facebook these days. For the Canadian Model Three group, the Canadian Model Y group, and I have a, I have a Cybertruck group too. And I have a bunch of different groups, but the Canadian Model 3 is the one that's uh, going quite strong right now as the Model 3 start delivering in Canada, hopefully soon, then that'll pick up. And then when the Cybertruck starts delivering, then that's going to explode too. And that's where probably where you'll find me. Until next time, folks, we'll, we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>